Hey, welcome to this week's episode of Tabletop Trio. I'm Bob. I'm Joe. And I'm Bronson. We got a great show for you today. We talk about some things like the new Mass Effect information that just came out for N7 Day. We talk about a bunch of old vintage video game stuff. And we had chocolate. Lots and lots of chocolate. All that and a whole lot more this week's episode of Tabletop Trio. Let's get started. You can make almost every simple mechanism effectively out of cardboard, so you can basically make everything. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, water might be an issue, but like outside of that. <laughs> the exterior skin of some cardboard is water rated because that, that goes into the design of the cardboard. Cardboard is so over-engineered. <laughs> you, oh, dude, do you know how many different grades of cardboard there are? They're like in Too the many. hundreds. Oh. Because they all serve different functions for different things. Like when you think of like typical corrugated cardboard, that's just the most pop- popular for like shipping box types for like UPS and FedEx. Mm-hmm. Corrugated cardboard... When you look at it, start looking at like the fine intricacies. The distance between the corrugation and the cardboard varies by grade. Mm. The thickness of the corrugation. Some of them are double corrugated. Yeah, I've had to. So when you get like the really expensive shit, that's when you get that good cardboard. Mm-hmm. That's the one where like <laughs> you need like an actual hacksaw to cut the cardboard. I broke a scissor today trying to cut cardboard. Oh, I got a polyhedral cathedral order in, even though I was not advertising. I mm. asked I asked the gentleman how he found me, and he said he searched uh, engraved character sheet on Google, and I was the first applicable result, mm. uh, which That's is awesome. awesome. Yeah. But uh, I went into my garage, because when I shipped them, I put them in a nine and a half, or yeah, nine and a half by 11 mailer, like paper size, mm. uh, and I, I put in a piece of cardboard on either side to brace the sheet, because mm. it's flexible plastic, and I don't want it getting damaged. I went to go cut the cardboard in my garage out of a big empty box we had. And I literally just like closed the scissors and the handles just snapped right apart. <laughs> like the blade was fine, but the plastic handle cover just went and flew apart. Shrapnel. And it, I clamped them because it was weird because it was just like hanging on. So it was just like the one handle piece and you could see like the exposed metal. So I just put it back on and Gorilla glued it and I clamped it. Mm. <laughs> I went back upstairs Got an exacto knife, came back down. It grabbed the exacto knife and pulled it out of the, the pulled the blade out of the handle. Holy shit! Mm. And I was like, like adamantium. I, I am like, there. yeah, I'm dealing with some industrial grade <laughs> shit here. So then I went and I was like, man, if only they made some type of tool for this exact purpose. And I was like, oh, I'm a dumbass. I have three box cutters upstairs. They're <laughs> literally for this. I yeah. went up and got them. And when I came back down, the scissor that I had gorilla glued back together. Apparently, the Gorilla Glue did not like those scissors because it exploded. Oh. It it blew it out of the clamp that I put together, <laughs> and they were laying on different parts of my garage. And I was like, how? Like, <laughs> did the cardboard destroy these scissors in such a complete way that they were irrevocably damaged? That even the act, the simple act of trying to rejoin them was heresy. I, I love the comment. No, no Rilla glue. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Dom. Uh. Yeah, I, I have to show you guys the videos of like previous years that they've done. Don't, this cardboard don't give me ideas. Give him ideas. I've seen like double decker floats. You're giving me ideas. Like literally two rows of like 
50 people on this thing. How do you enter these things? Uh, is when, it open? Is it open they, registration? Yeah, uh, when they announce it, I'll let you guys know. Uh, it, do you know if you take a piece of cardboard and you like fold it into the shape of a 4x4, it is the same relative compression and shear strength as an actual 4x4? Holy I can shit. see it. It's just not as waterproof. So yeah. like if you want to talk about making like a double decker thing with 50 people, you could easily do that with enough cardboard. That shit's insane. That's like an erector set for adults. Mm-hmm. Like the, the key is, is that it's, it's moving. <laughs> <laughs> you can make wheels. You, you could. It's a sled though. Well, like every year they also have these like, you know, different captions for like the fastest sled or like, the biggest disaster of a sled. And like, <laughs> Let's try to get them all in one shot. <laughs> all right. Fastest I get disaster. It. Oh my God. Let's we... make a giant cardboard buckyball and just roll down and fuck everybody up inside. <laughs> Our sled is a 10 by 10 Rubik's cube. Good luck, everyone else. Solvable. Yeah. Yeah. Functioning <laughs> Rubik's cube. In order, in order to get us out, you have to solve the cube. Or, or we just die inside. Or we make a giant 2008, 2007 Britney Spears head with duct tape for hair. And that would be the mess sled. Oh, no. No, leave Britney <laughs> alone. I said 2007. It doesn't matter. That, that's when the shit blew up. We're going to get a bunch of people angry at her conservatorship in here talking shit about us. She's great, even though she changed her name. And nobody knows what it means. Did she? Yeah, what? on Instagram or Twitter or something. What did she change it to? I don't know. I didn't look that far. I just know she changed her name, and everyone was like, and nobody knows what it means. And I was like, then I'm not going to look, because the fuck off I know what it's yeah. going to mean. If you don't know, <laughs> I don't either. Yes. Yes, I am. Huh. That is... Mm. I, mm. I love Philly. <laughs> I love Philadelphia just for that reason. Why I, the 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 chicken? Oh, <laughs> the the chicken. the uh, this guy in Philly put uh-huh. out flyers, uh-huh. basically saying, "Hey, I'm gonna eat a whole rotisserie chicken on this day. It's not a party. I'm just gonna go eat it." Oh, it was just on th- said day. It was just on this day. I'm gonna go eat a rotisserie chicken at this location, uh-huh. and people showed up in force. They literally showed up to cheer this guy on as he ate a whole rotisserie chicken. That's not that impressive, though. Yeah, but Maddie the, had got like three of those suckers down per meal, didn't he? But the fact that he did it. I could do one rotisserie chicken. Yeah. Like, I feel like that is just prime. Like, that is the spirit of Philadelphia. I hate that Philadelphia. Is like, Philadelphia is the worst city in the country. Oh, see, I love, me, I'll fight I you. It fucking depends. Don't, don't say that. Philly, Philly will come here. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's like, hey, you guys are like fucking 45 minutes away. I'll be here in a minute. Joe. Bad things happen in Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah, and we're pretty close. <laughs> no, I, I can't wait to go to Philly for the uh, PAX Unplugged is going to be in Philly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When is that? Uh, December 2nd through 4th, I believe. I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm going on that Saturday. That is um, my birthday weekend. I may have to try to go. Hot shit. Let me buy your ticket for your birthday. Hmm. Bitch. Yeah, we can go and then make. I know I make. I know I phrased that terrible financial decision. I know I phrased that like it was a question. Ooh, a dice. Ooh, a dice. What I meant was, as soon as you confirm that you can go, I'm going to buy you a ticket for your birthday. Fair enough. (laughs) Be like, yes, and I would like that dice, and because it's my birthday, I'll buy it. And I like that dice, and it's my birthday, so I'll buy it. I'm gonna treat myself. This is shiny, mine. (laughs) Someone be like, hey, I got shiny stuff over here. You be like, here's my twenty dollar bill. Nah, Philly's cool. <laughs> the best part about that expo center is that um, that food market 
is right across the street from it. That, Reading uh, Terminal Market yes, is yes. right there. Oh, my God. Every time I go there, I get something banging. I love we have a, all a, of the a, food a, there. A comment. A giant D100 with all of the dimples, and you are inside, and you push it down the hill. Do not know if that qualifies as a sled, but it would be awesome. <laughs> Let me, you know what? I'm going to look up the definition of a sled. As, and as long as it has a sliding wait, bottom, that's wait. a sled. Take the D100 idea. Mm-hmm. Instead of dimples on one like bottom part, make that flat. Everything else can have the dimples, That's the but as one. long as it's flat and it slides No, down. actually, the one should be up top so that when we fuck up, we can be like, ha-ha, on purpose. But the dimples <laughs> are important for reducing our trailing edge vorticities. I was say for drag? Yeah. We a fucking that golf is, ball? Yeah, that's literally exactly what they're for. That's, yeah. It's called trailing edge vorticity. When we're a sled and also we're trying drag. to just not crash, I don't think that's that important. A sled, <laughs> sledge, or sleigh, okay, is a land vehicle that slides across the surface usually like, of ice or snow. I like Man. how they had to specify land vehicle. Yeah, fuck you, Santa. <laughs> Slay queen. Yeah. Any, Slay. Any, Slay. any kids? Slay. Are there any kids in this chat? Yeah, you heard it here first. Land vehicle. <laughs> it's a magic sleigh that flies. Um, excuse me. Actually, that means it's not a sled. Yeah, it's no longer a sled. <laughs> That's a UFO. Wait. <laughs> hashtag right. Santa is an alien. Hashtag not... stay woke. Wait. Yeah, Joe, I just Joe is right though. I just broke Christians. Yeah. You no no no. You you <laughs> fucking broke me. Think about it. It's not a sled. No. <laughs> because a sled is a land vehicle. Correct. Yeah. It's flying. We don't know what it is. It's, Santa is an alien. It is yeah, technically a UFO. Saying. It's technically a UFO. Until it lands, then it's a sled again. Well, he's from the North Pole, so technically he is an illegal alien. That is true. That he, is true. He does not show his passport crossing borders. Correct. That is a very valid so he's point. an illegal alien flying, flying an identified <laughs> flying object. Yeah, yeah fully <laughs> identified. NORAD and Santa are in, are in tight, too. <laughs> What does NORAD really know, man? Working mm. at like a radar center and just seeing like that fly across the radar. And you go to like put in a call and some commander behind you is just like, no, no. <laughs> let just him let go. It, just let it go. <laughs> it's the Jolly Man. No, that's how Terror Attack happens. <laughs> Codenamed Jolly. That was how Pearl Harbor happened. <laughs> the Japanese sent warning they were going to attack us and the American government was like, <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> not. <laughs> Idiots. <laughs> you got us. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So... Um, yeah. So, so Mass Effect stuff. <sighs> okay. <laughs> Bronson came prepared. <laughs> Here we go. On N7 Day, the Mass Effect official um, social media accounts put out a special picture of what looked like an in-construction Mass Effect relay mm. and a garbled message that someone ran through some audio processing and discovered that it was a message from Liara to Sony telling the council that they were stupid if they ever thought that the humans would back off anything that the council told them to, um, indicating that the humans are the ones rebuilding the Mass Effect relays. And it makes sense because visually it looked like the human architecture in the Mass Mm -hmm. Effect games. Joe has no clue what we're talking about. Nope. To give you the most nutshell, nutshell version I can, Mm -hmm. at the end of Mass Effect 3, uh, the... Giants. I, I don't want to say TLDP because that would sound too long. Didn't play. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, I mean the full game, <laughs> like 120 so hours. Yeah. Um, but anyway, 
legendary edition. Uh, the full nutshell version of that is it, at the end of Mass Effect 3, all the Mass Effect relays, which they use to get between solar systems within the Milky Way galaxy, mm-hmm. are destroyed. Mm. Uh, trapping everybody basically where they are, which mm. sucks because like the Torians and the Quarians are nitrogen-based life, so they can't eat the same stuff. And then nobody can get back to their home planets and shit. Yeah, everyone's stranded. So it sounds like the premise yeah. of Mass Effect... They're saying Something. Mass Effect new, 5. New Mass Effect. It, w- it would be technically the fifth Mass Effect game, but there are new a lot mass? of people... They're just Massachusetts. <laughs> we, oh we're doing new Mass? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the premise being that they're rebuilding the Mass Effect relays. I, hmm. for one, hope they keep Shepard dead. Yeah. I would assume that's a full rebuild game. I mean, after this many years... Well, Liara is already a character from the previous. Did she, did, did she die? No. Uh, checks out. She also lives for like 2,000 years. That yeah. is also... They're but, basically <laughs> space elves. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Um, I hope they keep Shepard dead because they have literally resurrected him from, from the dead. That's the beginning of the second game. Um, <laughs> yeah. But his story's over and too many times I think you see a lot of these series, they, they run out their original plots and stories mm-hmm. and then you could tell where they start winging it. Right, mm. and you, you never want a series to get to that because I f- I feel like for all the hype around Supernatural seasons one through five were actually phenomenal, and then That's it got into six, seven, and eight, and they were just flat out stupid and uninteresting in my opinion. I I really hated where they took it, and I actually couldn't watch it past season eight because it got so silly. Um, that was me with Scrubs. Really? Yeah. Oh, when they when they took uh, JD off and yeah, and they t- basically took him off and did med school for a year. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so when they didn't play those on TV, and I only watched Scrubs no, exclusively they through Comedy Central. They did no, but I didn't do it in order. Oh, gotcha. I got in when it was like rerun seasons. Oh yeah, yeah. So like, well, they, they, they do took reruns. out the bad ones. Yeah, they don't do reruns of the <laughs> shitty seasons. Yeah, exactly. It did. The show didn't have the same charm. <laughs> I have every season on DVD. Hell I yeah, have, I have every season on my Plex. <laughs> nice. So anyway, um, Mass Effect, obviously one of my favorite game series of all time, considering how hype I am. Mm. Mass Effect and Doom for me are tied for first. But um, I'm, I'm really excited. I hope they do this reboot correctly. And mm. I want to kind of tie that into my hot take on Mass Effect Andromeda. Well, this is EA now, right? It's always been EA. Yeah, but this is like new EA. I don't know I what mean, you mean. Because it was a Bioware game, and then EA bought Bioware. Mm-hmm. EA bought Bioware before Mass Effect 1. Mm-hmm. Even even Mass Effect 1 was published by EA. So I would like to preface that with 2007-ish. Well, yeah. really like 2001. Yeah, Mass Effect was a launch title for 360. To like 2013. Yeah. Uh-huh. Decent EA. They were kind of shitty, but the games they were putting out and the things that they were doing, yep. they tried and they were good. The, mm-hmm. the beginning of EA's woes actually was Mass Effect 3 and how botched the ending was. Yes. So that that's like part of what I want to talk about. The start of when EA got really, really bad with their production cycles and the choices they were making actually kicked off with Mass Effect 3, so much so that during uh, the production of Mass Effect Andromeda and Anthem, the lead at Bioware just left the company and said, fuck it, I'm done with this. Anthem mm-hmm. had so much hype behind it. They were pushing it 
so because hard. Because I remember, I was like, oh my God, that looks so fun. It's going to... And then I didn't even hear it released. <laughs> it just came yeah. out. So it got trampled by another release, and then they didn't do proper uh, proper marketing for it. And Casey... I think it was Casey Hudson, was it? The directive mm-hmm. lead on, uh, on Mass Effect, the Mass Effect series, the one that left Mass Effect for... Um, the name sounds Grantham. familiar. Yeah, it took a screenshot so I could quick reference this. Yeah, Casey Hudson. So he was the executive producer for all all Mass Effect games, all the the first three in the trilogy. Mm. And then at the end of three, there was a little bit of backlash. So when three was being made, um, people were cycling between the teams a lot. And uh, what ended up happening was like Studio Crunch became really prominent during that time. Yeah, yeah. So they they built this enormous game out and it really capitalized on everything you could do in the previous two games and it made like all the story stuff made sense. It was phenomenal up until the actual ending cutscenes where yeah. they they destroyed it. And that is a pun because of the destroy ending. <laughs> but it, I wasn't even pissed at the way it ended because I understand that I would be sad regardless of how it ended, mm-hmm. but it, they they led you through the entire game is blue is the good ending or blue is like the good guy and red is the asshole thing. Right. Mm-hmm. And at the end they swapped that mm. they made Anderson's destroy ending the red, like the asshole choice. And they made the elusive man's control ending <clears throat> the quote unquote best choice. Um, I don't really like either of them because of the implications of like how that affects the universe and how that affects the, the Milky way galaxy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and don't even get me started on the synthetic ending. Uh, I think that's the dumbest thing they've ever put. I won't because I don't know. Uh, they turn everybody into a synthesized human slash or organic slash uh, robotic creature. Mm. As dumb as that sounds, as a brief like description of it, it's as dumb as it was. Yeah, it really was just a very strange ending to the game. Like, can you imagine having your DNA like reconfigured against your will? For the entire galaxy. Yeah. Not just like a couple of folks on Earth. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say. Like the we, galaxy. We yeah. Doing like the, the Nazi thing again or like. <laughs> and the one thing, I think the one thing that really bothered me even more than that. Uh, was it Buzz Aldrin that did the outro yes. text? Mm. So they do this speech about the shepherd in mm. the outro text. And I don't know why, but he, he calls this little kid he's talking to my sweet. Mm. And it makes me want to throw up. Because it's very creepy. Like it's really Buzz awkward. Aldrin. Yeah, very awkward. Buzz Aldrin, national hero. Do not call a child my sweet, please. Well, did he do that like off cuff, or was he reading from a script? I have no clue, but I don't like it either way. Okay, mm-hmm. that's fair. <laughs> but yeah, like that—that's one of those games where I love three. Two, I think, is my favorite Mass Effect game. Three is great. But just leading up to the ending, like you said, you're just like, oh, man, this is great. This is great. This is. Yeah. Oh, it, it's like that pic, that meme of the horse mm-hmm. so where it's, it's like, like a super yeah, awesome drawing and then it turns into a stick figure at the end. Yeah. There were also a couple things in there that were really bothersome. So like when they were doing Mass Effect 3's ending, um, all said and done, if you got really, really high... Uh, what was it? Oh no! If you beat the game on a harder difficulty, you got to see a cutscene at the end after the Citadel's destroyed, of the N7 chess guard, and you hear a gasp, and you see the chess guard move. 
So it kind of was like you rewarded for doing all this stuff by like seeing Shepard take another breath, right? Mm-hmm. And then one of the developers posted a picture of it on, I think it was Twitter or their Facebook page and was like, oh, no, no, he he's actually dead. That was just his last breath. <laughs> like, <laughs> why would you do that? Like, you yeah. leave it open-ended just to be like, nah, fuck you, he's yeah. dead. He was like, killed yeah. on oh, Twitter. Oh, okay. my God. <laughs> he's killed on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's it just very, very poor choices by the team. Um, and then because of that crunch culture, I guess they got the majority of the game done and then really rushed the shit out of the ending. So you get very little, like, uh, what is it called? Uh, X, um, like payoff almost, right? Yes, but not the not an interlude, not a prelude. Uh, the final one. Oh, my God. Oh, um, like well, a postmortem, basically. Like after epilogue. Epilogue, thank you, thank you. Um, in the epilogue, they don't describe what happened to any of the characters. You're just like, you see them all get out of the Normandy, and then they're like, and then the rest of the ships went off into space to try to find their way home. This journey would take hundreds of years. The end. <laughs> My sweet. Like, that's how it felt. I remember watching that in stunned silence next to Allie and going, that fucking sucked. Like, it was just <laughs> such a fucking letdown. Holy crap. I don't know. That... I, I, I've never been let down that much by the ending of a game. Um, but I do want to tie that into Mass Effect Andromeda, which I know is a hot topic for a lot of people. Um, I think people that hate on that game hate on that game because of the meme of hating on that game. Yes. I wholeheartedly um, I, I, agree. I, I, there's a lot of people who haven't played it who only know the game from the bugs. Like. Yeah. I only know the game from the first few months it was out because everyone memed that people were walking around the ship and no one had faces. It was just yeah. eyes and tongues. <laughs> yeah. Which, granted, is not something that should happen, but when you get into actually the the background of what happened with Andromeda, you start to see that EA really dug their own grave with it, which is, they expected the game to sell purely on the fact that they slapped the name Mass Effect on it, right? So, mm-hmm. classic mistake. I, I'm going to lead this off and say, I think Andromeda is a good game. Um, I think a lot of people that say otherwise, when I ask them why they think that, they usually can't answer me. Because they're like, oh, Andromeda sucks. I'm like, I understand your opinion, but why do you think that? And they're yeah. like, well, because of all the, the facial animation problems. Okay, that's not enough to ruin an entire game. Yeah, that doesn't break first the of game. All. Other games have had tremendous bugs on launch. The, the most successful game of all time, arguably, in of the modern era, I should say, because I'm not talking about like Tetris or Minecraft, really, because that was like the past era. Uh, Skyrim. Skyrim released day one mm-hmm. with a story quest so bugged you couldn't complete it. And they had yeah. to, you had to wait a couple days for a patch. Uh, the bug was you couldn't get into one of the doors in the, in the Radaways, in the sewer. Mm-hmm. And they had a day two patch that fixed that. Um, thankfully, it was just that, right? But... Uh, Mass Effect's bugs, Andromeda's bugs, took much longer to fix. Uh, Mm. The studio was hammered in crunch culture with EA. Mm. None of the original Mass Effect developers were on it. They were trying to develop the game across three different studios in three different countries. Uh, And then, you know, to top it all off, a lot of the people that worked on Mass Effect um, 1, 2, and 3 as DLC developers only mm-hmm. are the people that ended up making the game. 
So mm-hmm. they they shifted it to Bioware Montreal. Um, and Bioware Montreal had only taken the DLC portions of Mass Effect 3. They had never done their own game by themselves. And then they'd go on these meetings where they'd discuss their, uh, their development ideas and their story ideas. And developers inside Bioware that were working on Anthem and Dragon Age Inquisition mm. would steal those those plot points from them. Mm-hmm. And there's there's like multiple articles you can read about the developers complaining that they would pitch their idea to the other studio that was working on the game and then they'd see those ideas to fruition in other games. Like <laughs> so uh, like on top of all this shitstorm, right? They also like they um were forced to use the Frostbite engine, which they really didn't want to. No one wanted to use Frostbite when it came out. Because it was crap? Uh, well, it never worked on the Wii out the gate. It was too powerful for Nintendo, so you lost a console out the door. Uh, yep. It was brand new, and it was buggy. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think they they went so four iterations of Frostbite, and now I don't think they use it anymore. I think it's something else. The developers in Mass Effect complained about Frostbite and said that Frostbite was like an F1 car. What the F1 car was designed to do, it does phenomenally. Things that it's not designed to do, it does not do at all. So yeah. Frostbite, from what I read, is amazing with vehicles. Mm-hmm. It's amazing with the the first-person shooter aspect. Like, it's great handling all that. Yeah. Large terrain, like was uh, Andromeda, awful. Well, yeah, it was meant for uh, Battlefield. Mm-hmm. So the Frostbite engine was developed for uh, Battlefield. The, the new Battlefield. Then they tried to use it for sport games. Um, I don't think that went well. It was okay, but mm-hmm. I, I that's guess, why they couldn't use it for Nintendo. It was yeah. just too too much. I guess to kind of like circle up my point here is through all of that adversity, they still made, I, I don't want to say a decent game because I think it's better than that. They still made what I think is a good game. Uh, Mass Effect is, Andromeda is fun to play. Mm-hmm. The progression system is more loose than one, two, and three, but makes more sense in being able to like complete and finish everything in the game. Mm. Um, and I like, I'm not all the way through it right now. So the story may take a nosedive, but so far <laughs> I think I'm about halfway through the game. It has been really fun and the story has been really good. So yes, there are still visual bugs even mm-hmm. after all this time. Still, Well, they don't, they took all resources off working on it. So yeah. they didn't like they got it to a playable point and don't bug fix thing, but things. But things you see is you'll get out of a cutscene and Ryder will be doing this and then go like that and then go uh, to walk away. Oh, uh, the classic. Mm-hmm. Or it'll pan a camera over and you'll see like a bunch of black spots appear on the screen because it has like not loaded that terrain effect in time and it's rendering behind somebody mm-hmm. or something like that. Mm-hmm. Some of the facial animations are still glitchy because they did things with facial animations in that game that really hadn't been done yet. So like a lot of mocap, a lot of like adaptive changing between facial shapes, mm. uh, super high res facial mesh models. Another thing I saw Andromeda getting shit for is because not everybody looks like a fucking supermodel in it. So <laughs> when when they were making this game, they were like, "This is these are going to be a bunch of random people from all over the all over Earth, mm-hmm. a bunch of like random Torians, a bunch of random Krogan." Not all the humans look like you would typically see in video games with like pretty character models. Like they're they represent a really broad range of the way people look. Makes so sense. you have like 
I don't think you have one like stereotypical video game looking character in that. You have people like a range of people that look like people and people really hated that when it came out. Yeah. They were like, oh, the characters are ugly and blah, blah. Well, probably because like, people were used to the whole Ass Effect thing where they had yeah. like, oh, yeah. like <laughs> every shot in Mass Effect 2 of one of the characters, Miranda, was just her ass in the shot. They, they like, would specifically pan the camera so you could see her like soccer ball ass. Mm. And like part of her thing was like, oh, I'm genetically modified and designed, so I'm perfect. They, when they put Edie in Mass Effect 3 as a playable companion, they literally used a sex robot that she took over. <laughs> like a an infiltration robot designed to disarm people and make them affectionate towards her. Like, Wasn't that, that the shit. plot of Austin Powers? That, part of it. That was part of a scene in Austin Powers, yeah. Those are the robots, right? Which is really funny because Edie and the pilot Joker mm. are like a thing mm. played by Seth Green. <laughs> Which Joker, <laughs> one of my favorite video game like NPCs. That's fantastic. Even his repeatable voice lines feel like they were done so organically. <laughs> when you stop yes. talking to him, Sometimes they'll be like, yeah, whatever. I don't want to talk to you anyway. <laughs> like, <laughs> or like you can hear him every now and then like bickering with someone else on the crew or like just it like sounds... talking under his breath. And it just sounds like Seth Green being Seth Green. Yeah. And it sounds very organic, which is a lot of the draw, I think, of, of Mass Effect is they really introduced deep characters that you want to get behind. Mm-hmm. It is a legitimate joy in the entire Mass Effect trilogy to talk to every one of your squad mates. The only one that kind of bums me out is Thane, which I know sucks because he's like a fan favorite. Mm-hmm. He just always has something depressing to say. <laughs> yeah. So, he, yeah. <laughs> I love every Krogan squad mate in every single Mass Effect game. Drunk grunt <laughs> at the house party. So as like a, as kind of like a mea culpa, basically from EA, they gave us the Citadel DLC. Thank you. Where basically Shepard so we're is trying, on um, like shore leave. Brownie Biddle. Biddle? Brittle. Biddle. Brittle. Brittle. There it is. I can talk. For sure. So, um, basically, you're on shore leave. And, you know, they say, Shepard, you've been working too hard. You need to take a break. And they're like, all right, you need to throw a party. And, like, there's an actual storyline and, like, battle and, like, all that kind of stuff where you're fighting your doppelganger. Really funny stuff. If you play as male Shepard... Hmm. You know the, the meme, yeah, I'm Commander Shepard, and this is my favorite shop on the Citadel. Yep. That's where it's from. Nope. Well, it's from the game, like Mass Effect 3. Yeah. When you end a conversation, uh, Mark Mir, who voiced Male Shep, and I, I'm pretty sure they do it with Fem Shep as well. I played Male Shep for 3. Uh, he just kind of goes, I should go. At one point, they start. <laughs> you meet your clone. Mm-hmm. I should go. I should go. I should go. <laughs> God, do I really sound like that much of a douchebag? <laughs> like, it, it's so funny with that. But anyway, you, you get to throw in the party and you can invite your squad members and people from other games if they're alive and like that kind of stuff. <clears throat> There's one scene in particular where everyone's super fucking drunk and you're walking through the party and Grunt the Krogan who's like a tank-born Krogan because there's a whole thing with like a, a genophage where they can't reproduce. Test you know, baby. Basically. Mm-hmm. And he's just sitting there and like just drunk ramblings is some of the funniest thing. So I'm he's so sad. Like he's sitting down. Mittens. He's <laughs> sitting down in the shower, like half asleep, mumbling nonsense. And I think the one you're talking about is 
you just keep hitting to talk to him. He never moves and he's facing <laughs> away from you, but you'll hear him grumble something. And one of them, you just hear like a slight pause and he goes, I'm sad because Hanar can't wear sweaters. I'm <laughs> <laughs> like, Krogan are these big lizard, like, murder machines. Yeah, they're basically armored dinosaurs. Mm. You also, during the Citadel DLC, get to look at Grunt's search history. And <laughs> oh. that leads to him, it looks for, like, human uh, earth lizard, or, like, human <laughs> earth, human home planet, human earth, earth lizard, and then it's, it starts going like deeper and deeper, and then he starts searching like dinosaur, Tyrannosaurus Rex, and then like it just keeps going. Like he's going after the nicknames people called him, and is like like people call me an Earth Lizard, and then the last one is like how to be a Tyrannosaurus Rex, like things like that. <laughs> he's basically this like eight foot tall Goliath six year old, basically because he acts like a toddler. Got it. Grunt is my one of my favorite characters. Who? Out of all the squad mates, who is your favorite, or like, Fuck, or like dude. favorite party to bring with you? Tally and Garrus, they're your ride or die mm-hmm. throughout every game. They never once doubt you, and they're they always have your back. No other characters in the game stick with you through the entire run. Your human squad mate abandons you for two. Basically, one is also a space racist. One is indeed a space racist. She has a line at one point. She says, I can't tell the animals from the aliens. <laughs> Part of her plot is becoming a not space racist, but she doesn't really do it that well. Anyway. Mm. And I then, usually leave her behind on that one mission. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and bye. Then even Liara, who is like Shep's like, it's supposed to be his main love interest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Doesn't really party with him for like most of two. She's like the shadow broker. Right. Mm-hmm. So, Tally and Garrus. And then she gets pissed off at you if you have a relationship in two. And then, so like if you romance her in one. I thought she was indifferent. So if you romance her in one, Mm -hmm. in two, she's like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm really busy, blah, blah, blah. And then in three, she's like, the fuck. (laughs) Like she gets pissed off like for a second that you like romance someone else. And then she's like, so are we still like a thing? At least it happened to me that. because I accidentally romanced her in the first one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. I don't like romancing Liara because in the first game, they basically shove her down your throat. Yeah. You meet her. That's what she said. Yeah. And then five minutes after you meet her, she's like, oh my God, Shepard, you're so special and interesting. Let me probe your brain. And you're like, um, <laughs> pump the brakes. I should go. Blue lady. <laughs> <laughs> I should go. So we were talking are we are we gonna do Mass Effect streams? I think we should just for the fact that like Bronson and I can be like, oh, this is what happened, and blah 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 blah. Joe will be like, eh, am I a Jedi Click. or do I use guns? <laughs> <laughs> am yes. I biotic or do I use weapons? One thing I'm really pumped about through all three of the original trilogy is it doesn't matter what class you play; they're all really fun. They I thought are. I was like cheating myself playing soldier all this time. And then I played a biotic character and I was like, oh, this is this is fun. But playing a soldier is also fun. <laughs> I really love using concussive shot, Bob. I yeah. really like knocking enemies across the map. Oh, it's great. When It has the power wheel. Like when you press the power button, it pauses the game and you mm. select what you want to use. Concussive shot is just like, like you hit someone with a concussion grenade and they get slammed on the ground. 
That is so fucking satisfying. Like 80s cowboy movie getting shot and they get yeeted <laughs> like 50 feet back. Yup. But more. And it makes this satisfying pop of white dust. <laughs> so you feel like a poof, oh, love And they're it. like, bang. Oh man. What a satisfying game. Like all three of those games, combat's very satisfying. Mm-hmm. One, I will say when, when you do play it, Mass Effect 1 looks very dated. Yeah. But if even you, in the remaster, yeah, yeah, even the remaster, it looks dated. Listen, I play the retro games. Are pretty clunky. Only for the, the Mako, but the store. Oh my god! Well, here's the thing, though. I loved driving the Mako in one because I also it was so fucked up. Like <laughs> it, they tried to make it drive like the Warthog in Halo, mm-hmm. but and it that was like driving the Warthog in Halo with drunk goggles. And no gravity. And no gravity. I'm okay with that. And boosters. It, it, I'm way okay with I, that. I think people hate it because people generally suck at video games and it was a high skill cap vehicle. Yeah, like you really is. have to know how to drive it to not just like fuck yourself up. Um, I'll be fine. And then you do the Skyrim method of, well, if I can't climb this, I'm going to keep jumping until I can climb it. Correct. Like I could go around the mountain. No, no, no. But I'm not going to. Yeah, no, we go up the mountain. And then you boost up the mountain. I you usually jump. I usually bring vehicles where they're not supposed to go. That's you're gonna love driving in Mass Effect. Perfect. <laughs> Except for the fucking mission where I have to find the monkeys. I <laughs> I genuinely hate that mission. Finding monkeys? Like where you have, where to, we find, have to kill all the pijacks? Yeah. I hate that mission. Really? I don't know why. why. I just I hate it. <laughs> Allie got so pissed at me when I punched the pie jack on Tichanka. <laughs> and I didn't even do it on purpose. I walked over. I saw the interact button. And I was like, interact with the pie jack? And cool. I pressed I get to, X. I get to and pet the monkey. He's just like, yeah, like fucking punches <laughs> it in the face. And the Krogan doctor next to you laughs. And one of your squad mates is like, was that really necessary? Or if it's a Krogan squad mate, they're like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> and you get two renegade points for doing it. And Allie was like, I can't believe you just fucking yeeted that monkey. And I was like, I didn't know. Oops. <laughs> Hi. Hello. Hey, Kyle. How's it going? <laughs> so I think we're going to do that on the stream. So when you when you guys follow us up on, uh, we're on the YouTubes now. Uh, we, we still are going to be streaming live Twitches. So when we, when we pop up on uh, game nights, whenever we end up, doing it next i guess we'll be setting up some mass effect streams since i will play it for the first time so i could understand what the fuck you guys are talking about because <laughs> i got nothing literally between I, I bronson you and i are are pretty much in the same boat for me between fallout and mass effect are my two favorite game like franchises ever i am um, i can't say fallout is in my favorite game franchise franchises anymore because there's only one fallout game I regard as good from start to finish. And that's Fallout New Vegas. Mm-hmm. I was say New Vegas, the one where they made their own engine to make sure that things blow up correctly or yeah. fall correctly. Mm-hmm. I'm going to um, be starting that soon. I Three's ending pissed me off so much that I, I like never picked it up again. I just, I just beat the game. Yeah, I'm sorry. I have a, I have the pit boy from four and sad. I haven't played it. I was so sad. Because oh, so you finally got there so you could talk about oh, it. Oh, yeah. Before we jump into that, I do want to answer Dalton's question in the chat. What game had the best character arc, and why is Titanfall 2 in contention for four hours? <laughs> I don't know what you mean by the second part. What do you mean, why is Titanfall 2 in contention for four hours? I think he means Titanfall, to him, is it up there for the best. I love so Titanfall 2. Why for four 2. hours? 
Oh, didn't it just have a very short campaign mode? If I thought, I'm, I thought if, it had. If I'm remembering back, I know I remember Titanfall had no campaign. Yeah, it oh. was just online. I thought mm. two had a campaign, but it was two really had a short. campaign, but it was very short. So I think that's what he's talking about with the four hours thing. Oh, yep, there he goes. Yep, campaign hours. was a total four hours. I didn't know that. I've never played either so of the Titanfall sad. games. I you would it love for, like, Titanfall. Trials. It's but basically Apex without or Apex with giant mechs. Mechs. Yeah, I know the premise. I've watched my cousin play through a bit of it. I just never actually downloaded and, and played the game myself. It, mm. At the time, it was my one of my favorite like first person shooter games, mm. and mm. you actually into you actually like get to know the robot like the titan that you're in mm. all right um to the point where it's it it like has a very sad like try to get my hand in the bag there we go i believe in you <laughs> um it, it there were some very sad portions where you're like borderline crying over a robot speaking, and you're just like huh oh speaking buddy. of sad <laughs> do we do we want to real quick run through our fucking game that that had no goddamn business being that fucking sad. <laughs> I am so mad because I was having such a good time. It was so fun. Out. Like, it was so dumb. Is that the game you guys were playing together? Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> like, at one point... Took an walking. M. Night fucking Shyamalan twist at the like, end. Literally 20 <laughs> minutes left in the game. We're like, wow, that was really fun. <laughs> like, And like... <laughs> At one point, Joe and I were playing. We just started the stream, and we're walking through a trailer park, <laughs> and we see a swing set. Uh huh. And, and there's like, like <gasps> and and there's like a seesaw, and I'm like, Joe, we have to get on the seesaw. I literally run up. I'm like, I'm gonna sit in the fucking seesaw. It better let me sit in the fucking seesaw, and then it let me sit in the seesaw. And I was like, <sighs> and then he sits <laughs> in the other seat, and then the two characters look at each other and just like, this is weird. This is weird. <laughs> and then they both get up, and you get an achievement. <laughs> Like we played, amazing. We played horseshoes. We played darts all in the trailer park. We played baseball. We played baseball. Uh, I tried to yell at some lady who kept having sex in the trailer. <laughs> that it was really loud and it's a trailer park. But man, she was just going to town. good for her. So, yeah, yeah. So that was that was the thing that happens. And then this this whole thing happens. We you know we we meet everything. The we have everything's on YouTube because Twitch only gives you like seven days, but. The whole thing is uh, is on YouTube if you guys want to watch it. I think we might edit it up and, and shrink it down to get the best parts. Mm-hmm. That way we can get a, a smaller one. But um, it ended up, basically, we went to Mexico to find this guy who... Uh, like, wronged both of our yeah, characters. Yeah, wronged both of our characters for two different reasons. Like, one character's brother died, the other got double-crossed. Like. Yeah, so he was in jail for that guy. So we get to Mexico. We basically kill several dozen cartel... At least. Yeah, at least. Um, I ran around with a shotgun, and he had an actual rifle. He's like, do you want to get, like, a, a longer-range weapon? I was like, no, 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 the shotgun will be fine. <laughs> I mean, so, like, I'm sniping, and he's just, like, he's literally just, like, turning the corner and be like, oh, hey, boom. Bob is, like, moving the scope and just watching me just be like, and, like, we have this big shootout and, like, super epic, like, chase where we're riding a motorcycle and they're chasing us like, tanks and shit's <laughs> blowing up. And then we get on the airplane. We're like, oh, man, 
we did it. We survived. We got the diamond. We killed we, the My guy. character tells his character to write a letter to his wife because they are basically going to have a divorce because they don't. the wife doesn't have the same feelings anymore and oh this God. and that. So, like, he writes the letter while the guy's sleeping, this and that. We get out the plane and we're like, we did it, Bob. And then we're surrounded by police and we're like, what the fuck is happening? And, and then honestly, there's a quick cut scene. And his character slow pans the camera to him holding a gun to my character's head. And then there's a story, like a, a, a flashback of him basically watching his brother die the day that my character got double-crossed. And it was the same scene. So the guy that double-crossed uh, <laughs> ended up shooting his brother. So he went undercover as a cop got sent to the prison, talked to me, so now he double-crossed me. My character went fucking nuts. Uh, and then the game went from a co-op game to a 1v1. Oh, it was dope. And, like, we both had our own health bars. We all had, we bo- like, it had was like boss a boss health battle bars. for each other. Wow. Yeah. So it I was- ended up kicking the shit out of Bob. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, the guy who plays FPS games all the fucking time? Who'd have saw that coming? Yeah, who'd, who'd have <laughs> seen that happening? So... What happens is your character, we don't, like, you shoot each other, but, like, you're shooting each other this whole time, and then at the end, there's, like, a quick cutscene where the gun falls right there, and then both characters are, like, trying to, like, get and, like, reach for the gun. It's like the we had our ass beat, and we're just, like, crawling slowly. What we didn't realize was that the more health you had, the faster your character moved. Oh. Bob had... Had, what like, could like, constituted be like 0. 0.5 I had okay. like three out of a hundred of health. Yeah. Like, and <laughs> I had like three quarters. So when we started to tap X as fast as we fucking could, my character actually moved. <laughs> His character just laid like, there. And then no. he picks up the gun. Like the sloth from the Zootopia. gun turns to his chest. And then I don't have any option other than to pull the trigger and shoot him in the chest. Like, Joe literally pressed every other button he could. Mm. And it's like, no, you got to pull the trigger. You, you got to shoot him. And I'm like, Joe, just do it. Just and then, take me out of my And now, at this what point... What if we waited and didn't? It didn't. We waited for, like, a couple minutes. I was like, oh. maybe we just don't do it. And then I was, it's just a red shaking screen. I'm like, fuck, I got to fuck it. So I pressed the button. And now, like, we're sad. We're like, what the fuck? And now it's more cutscenes of, like... His fucking widowing wife and well, like the baby that they just had. My character's last words to you were make sure my wife gets this letter. And as he's dying, hands him the letter. Mm-hmm. I was like, I didn't want to feel. I just shot a mafia guy in the nuts like 37 times. We made sure to specifically <laughs> give characters new buttholes. Like that was our plan the whole game. And you get the, a new butthole. The characters had like very much blood splotty where you shoot. <laughs> so he was wearing a white suit and it was just red. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. So, oh, it was fucking phenomenal. And like, it was a really... Why does the game hit me in the deck? It was an interesting <laughs> game because it bought you through so many different feels. Not even the feel. I mean, the feels, yeah, that was unnecessary. But it was the... Um, all the different types of games that were in the game. Hmm. So, like, it was, like, movie cinematics, like, uh, quick time events. Hmm. Then it was, like, button mashing. At one point, we were... Going through a fucking hospital. Oh my god, the hospital chase level might have been my favorite. So level he's getting chased, game. we're getting chased. We keep going back and forth in the cutscenes, and then 
I had to fucking, it went 2D side scroller. Like I was playing fucking Tekken. I was just beating the shit out of cops. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck is happening in this game? And then it cut back to him. And like, it was like a side scroller platformer. Yeah, it was like, it was, wow. it was so cool the way like, they like transitioned from like, Style to style. I was very impressed with the transition because it's a story. Like as you're doing this, it is all like a very fluid story. It's like a playable cutscene. And at no point did it feel um, like you can't tell where the transitions were, if that makes sense. Like, you know, like you play a game and like you're supposed to end over there, but we actually ended over there. And then the cutscene comes back and we're over there. Like the cutscenes were smooth. Nice. I think that was one of the best things that I was like really impressed about. And it like kept the guns that like you actually had. Yeah, everything in the cut was scene, in like, the cutscene that you were wearing, that you had, that you were holding. Blood it, splats. Yeah, like, your blood was in. The, so I was like very impressed with wow, like how this cinematically did everything. It actually ended up being a really good game. I wasn't ready. I I really thought it was just going to be like a silly co-op two-player game. Like, blah, oh, blah. we escaped prison. Ha ha. At the end of the fucking thing, it was like three. We, it ended up being three hours because we were like, ah, oh, it's probably going to end in five minutes. Ah, oh, it's probably going to end in five minutes. Oh, what the fuck is happening? And then, <laughs> and then we're like, like. The last hour is just like, I thought we were over. I thought we were friends. I want feels. <laughs> <laughs> but. Yeah, I don't know. It ended up being a really good, fun game. So if, if you have a, another person you want to play a co-op game together with, I actually very highly recommend it. It was a really good time. It wasn't really hard. Um, I think we died like three times. Uh, two of them were us being stupid. Yeah. Uh, no. Actually, no, we died a lot more because we couldn't figure out how the like the hostage scene took place. Yeah, because we were stupid. Touche. <laughs> but uh, I saw we got a lot of comments. I can't read. <laughs> what do we say? <laughs> I can't read. All right, let's I see. Let's, let's That's Jake's back. name in our Monday D&D game chat. Uh, Kyle, <laughs> uh, I think I'm going to bring another batch of hot sauces up. Sauces? <laughs> sauces up for us to try. Uh, we can call the segue not hot ones. Spacing uh, spacing on all of our physical appearances. Or, sorry, based. Fuck you. I got you. Then we got uh, Nikon. I accidentally opened up the app when you two were playing baseball. And when I put my phone in my pocket, I hear voices and pull my phone to my pocket to see you playing baseball. And I was like, what? <laughs> we played baseball for like eight fucking minutes. We played for way too long. Yeah. But I got an achievement that said home run. So fucking knocked one out of the goddamn park. Uh, literally, it was a trailer park. Nailed it. <laughs> um. Then we got Kyle. Uh, oh, I just watched a spider cricket cannibalize another smaller spider cricket in my garage. <laughs> Did you just have that fucking prepped? You know. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> and then Nikon sings circle. <laughs> so I yeah I things happened. It was fun. Baseball was fun. All the mini games in the game were fucking hilarious. Because if you did, if you get them perfect, you get an achievement for it. Mm -hmm. So like and every like the characters interacted. Yeah. Like your character's playing. He's like, oh hey Leo, come on over here. Like you, you can't beat my score. Like yeah, it wasn't just like click a. We play baseball. <laughs> <laughs> and like you're thrown, and like they'll they'll make comments like, oh man, got 
Oh, missed that one. Press oh, a, I'm too good for you. Press A to add runtime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you actually had to, like, so when you were pitching, you were actually pitching. Like, you moved the ball up and down, left and right. Like, you were actually pitching the fucking thing. So, you swing, you were just pressing A. You were trying to time it correctly. But, yes. It was much like the slingshot game in the old <laughs> Simpsons game. Correct. <laughs> Someone who still has that game on PS2. I heard that they were going to be remastering it. Potentially. I think they might be doing a new hit and run. I thought that was just a rumor, but if they do, I am all about that. I, I hope think that was it, one of my favorite games growing up. I, I hope they make it like true to its roots. Cause I, I see a lot of games nowadays, like cloning crazy taxi esque games and just really, really falling flat with it. Yeah. Um, there's a YouTuber named Noodle that did a huge rundown on like knockoff crazy taxi games and really what made Simpsons hit and run so much better than all those like random other bullshit remakes. Well, hit and run was basically Grand Theft Auto for kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, well, the, maybe the big I'm thing, thinking of the, I'm thinking of a different game. Then. Yeah. I'm thinking of the Simpsons like crazy taxi. Yes. That's a different one. Oh, okay. I don't but, know if I ever played hit and run then hit and run was like Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, it was oh. basically GTA, but with The Simpsons. Yeah. And, like, literally as Homer, you can, like, steal people's cars mm-hmm. and, like, collect, you like... Could, you could play as different Simpsons. Like, like coins and that kind of <laughs> shit. <laughs> can you read that one? Yeah, I saw that one. <laughs> <clears throat> so, I, um... That, that reminds me of, uh... So, I have the NFL Blitz arcade cabinet in my basement the real one it's, a, yeah. it's 99 guess uh, who helped them move that motherfucker down there yeah we we got some marks on the wall uh <laughs> it was heavy uh arcade one up released an nfl blitz arcade cabinet and i was like well guess we're gonna have two uh and then i read that be, even though it is licensed and it's the original games they are they actually edited the games to take out things hmm. because NFL is still involved and they don't want it to look that violent. So they took out yeah. four tackles, specifically the fun ones. Oh, you mean like the German suplex? German suplex. The DDT. The DDT, the tackle. The RKO. Like the, yeah, like the fucking major tackle and um, one of the other ones that was like ridiculous. And then they took some other stuff out of the game, like some of the words and some of the this phrasings and That's this and that. Bummer. And I'm like, That's annoying. I'm like, okay, so I'm not buying the new one. I distinctly remember playing that in your basement. And then I think I was the Broncos and you were the Dolphins and you beat the fuck out of me in one game. Uh. And the announcer went, they just took those horses to the glue factory. And then <laughs> just about <laughs> lost my shit. Yeah, they, uh, what I didn't realize uh, in, in Blitz 99, the one I have, is the only one, I guess, because it wasn't a console. It was, uh, I guess, for a while it was arcade only, and I found the real realms for the console. Hmm. They actually curse in that one. Really? Yeah, so you'll be playing, and if you tackle someone and get it at the right animation at the right time, you'll hear the announcer go, holy fucking shit, but it goes, <laughs> holy beep, beep. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> There's just something about those, like, arcade sport games that were the best. Like, I played the shit out of NHL hits. Uh, same like, series. It was Midway. Yeah. yeah. It was Midway. Midway was so... So ahead of the curve. And it's then EA bought them, Blitz. and now they're gone. They mm-hmm. had an MLB one, too. Slug, 
uh, MLB Slugfest. Slugfest. And it was basically the exact same it was thing. Same thing, you but tackle baseball. the line, like the people in the base. I think or? you could fucking just drill through. I, I just my favorite thing with hits is checking people through the glass. Through the glass, I love. <laughs> and they'd come back in, and then yep. you could check the goalie. Yep. And if you got into a fight, it's a great that, way to that get player is out for the rest of the game. Yeah. So you put out your good line, but if you get fucked up, your good line's gone. And like, <laughs> it basically turned in like Tekken, where you're just button mashing like the fights. Oh no, 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 no! I had a whole right? fucking thing. No, no, you had a. Uh, what you had you had high been? swing or light swing, heavy swing. You had grapple. You had block, and then you had the joystick to like actually duck your characters That's right. around. That's that right. was it. Was a full fucking fight mechanic in the game. <laughs> That's right. I forgot about that. Yes, that's exactly what they do. The EA buys everything to drop it into the abyss. Actually, they found a way to ruin NFL Blitz even further because they re-released it as a digital-only game that I ended up buying for the PS3. And I was like, oh my God, it's got to be so fun. Brand new Blitz. I'm so ready. And then they fucking took everything fun out of the game right at the end. So EA released it and NFL was like, no, we can't have that. So it still has the cutscenes at the end, like the the plays over. And that's where you get to have gratuitous violence for like two seconds. Where you can just just beat the kill shit out of the whole else. enemy team. Yeah. If you used to there used to be a code that actually extended that by like five seconds. So you can get just even more chaos. That this, the noise they made in oh NFL God, Blitz when so you great. tackled them is burned into my memory forever. It's Cause it's fantastic. That very specific. <clears throat> the end of the quarter where you just go, uh, X zero, X zero, X zero, X zero. And every player tackles someone. And you just hear, <laughs> it would, it would auto target them. So as soon as, as long as you hit like, O to dive and then X to tackle, you're hitting someone you just rapid fire. So your character like, <laughs> Just take out everybody. The best thing to do at the end of the quarters. But yeah, they in the new one, they just froze it. So you were uh, literally, the, the play ends, and then they just stand there as the camera waits for two seconds, and then you go pick a play. I'm like, that. why? Yeah. And they're like, well, you know, the we didn't People want that much violence skip. because this is a realistic game. I'm like, excuse me? My quarterback jumps 43 feet into the air to throw a ball That's 97 yards. Yeah. That's on fire. Oh, oh also, not to a mention, giant head. Not to mention the Broncos. Yeah, they're literally Bronco heads because we put in the cheat. But it's fine. I'm sure it's super realistic. <laughs> NFL Street wants a word. <laughs> that game was also very good. I think that was based on Blitz. I think that was also Midway. There was a... I think there was a FIFA hmm. game with that as well, where it was like... Yes. Yeah, but as soon as you hit anybody, they fall on the ground and cry. Yeah. Well, that was the same, the street, NFL Street yeah. was the same, uh, that's when they released arguably my favorite NBA game ever, because, well, yeah, that's it, because I don't like NBA games, NBA Street. Yeah. The game was fucking Ooh, phenomenal. Was nice. I love arcade games. It was an arcade game, so you could do stupid bullshit. <laughs> it was just so much fun. Well, I think one of the things I remember in uh, Blitz that always struck me as really funny is if you caught up to somebody you were chasing... That you just grab the person running around the waist and then suplex them backwards. Yeah. Or grab the arm and just fuck them, huck them backwards like eight yards. And they're like, yep, that's that's where there were. <laughs> but yeah, that was fun times. Oh, well. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I hate all the remakes that they're doing now where they're like censoring the remakes and like changing things about the game. It just feels... 
disingenuous cash yeah. grab? Yeah. Oh, from EA? Everyone is doing no. it. Everyone yeah, is know, doing it. I know. They're like, we're remaking the game. Look at all these new graphics. Also, nothing is the same. It's like, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen a really original game concept in a really, really long time. Even the games I like the best are remakes. Because mm-hmm. Doom 2016 is an homage to the old Dooms, right? And they use the same formula. And then Doom Eternal is just a better Doom 2016. Yeah. I uh, I had a, an idea for a Halloween costume that, oh. that I think is... First of all, I'm upset with the company that I am about to say because they missed a golden opportunity okay okay so doom what's his what's his tagline like what's the doom guys like big thing rip and tear right glad trash bags what's their phrase i don't know doesn't rip rip, doesn't tear max rip tear protection (laughs) it's on the fucking box already why did they not have a commercial with the doom guy ripping enemies apart and then trying to get a trash bag just be like they it writes itself because the game is marketed to teenagers i don't know (laughs) they could have had it doom is for our age we have houses we buy trash bags you know how many men would be like, yeah, I'm going to go pick up some trash bags just for the fucking box with the <laughs> Doom guy on it? You were saying cardboard is strong. Make a fucking cardboard Doom by go- box. I can just put the fucking helmet on. Be like, ah, sponsored by God. Back of my head. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm over here. I'm like, I like the Animal Crossing Doom crossover because the games <laughs> came out on the same day. That's all Elena knows from Doom is that because she loves Animal Crossing. She's like, Doom guy. But the thing right what does he do and i'm like don't 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 <laughs> and then isabel have great adventures <laughs> let me tell you he's really good at cutting down trees you know yes it's uh rip it's and tear awesome. trees rip and tear through the spine <laughs> definitely <laughs> yeah rocket league was one of the most original things yeah outside of little big planet that was also a very big uh well, thing you I, i'm sure you guys saw there was a golf game that recently came out. Which one? That was basically Rocket League, but golf. Oh yeah, we we played it. I I, I haven't seen enough of it, but I when I first it's Rocket League with when golf. I first saw, I thought it was literally just a game mode in Rocket League. Yeah, I thought it was actually owned by Rocket League. I thought that they put out a new game, and then I found out they didn't. Hmm. <laughs> the more you know. Yeah, it's not. Oh, backyard baseball. <laughs> yes. Pablo Sanchez was fucking OP as shit. He had no business being that much better than everyone else in the game. I remember playing backyard hockey when I was a kid. I didn't even know they made that one. They had backyard baseball, hockey, basketball, football. I remember the two. Like, they had all the other backyard sports. Mm. And, like, I'm sitting there, I'm like, why don't they make backyard NASCAR? Just have kids pushing other awesome. kids. Would have been cul de sac with go karts. It would have been dope as well, hell. That was what uh, Lego Lego bring was for. back backyard games. No, don't do it. They'll fucking ruin it. They'll take it fair. and they'll fucking ruin it. Just leave it. Let it die. Pablo Sanchez <laughs> four overall because fuck you and your nostalgia. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> One of you guys in the chat, go ahead and tell us what your favorite nostalgia video game is. Ooh, yes. doesn't have to be good by today's standards. Just your favorite nostalgia game. I have really fond memories of GoldenEye. 
Yeah. I mm. never I never owned the game. Between Goldeneye and Mario Kart 64. Mm. I remember when I was a kid, I would go over to my cousin's house like once a year because they lived out in PA. We would play Mario Kart 64 trying to get 100 wins for the like the first one of us to get 100 wins on Wario Stadium. <laughs> Just loved like growing up with that and playing that, trying to get to 100 because yeah. it only had two digits in the place. Yeah. Did you know you and could... And like, would it go to 100 or would it go back to zero? Did you know in Goldeneye, if you plug in two controllers, you could actually basically uh, play it like DualShock style? There's no apparently way. there's apparently like three options for controller setups, and one of them is actually like move move using that two controllers. Amazing. Yeah, wow. no one fucking knew that, huh? It's it's apparently somewhere buried in the manual. Well, they did announce Goldeneye the Goldeneye remake yeah. coming to uh, the Switch. Just yeah, like well, they remade we'll see. Pinocchio four fucking times. <laughs> I and I'm, it got worse last year. Yeah, this year. Yeah. Well, what's his name was in that one? No, Tom Hanks. Yeah, it was still yeah. bad. Uh, it's on my Plex. I haven't watched it yet. Don't. Yeah. Don't. <laughs> if anything, watch the pitch me the pitch meeting. Yeah. Which, if you guys haven't seen it, check out the YouTube channel Pitch Meeting. Uh-huh. It's one guy playing as a producer and a writer, and it's like him talking to himself. Oh boy. It is hands down my favorite YouTube channel. I see. Because like they'll they'll go in and it's like literally like this writer saying, "Well, you know, let's you know, here's this movie," and the producer guy is just like. Okay, well, why? Because. Or like, oh, why did he do this? So the movie can happen. <laughs> or you well, know, It's going to be really hard for him to do that. No, it's going to be super easy. Barely, barely inconvenience. Oh, really? Yeah, you see. And then he'll like go into it. It's, Got it. So, you right, need so to check, check it out. out. It's amazing. Nikon in the chat says, Super Mario Brothers 3. Yes, I know I am dating myself or Final Fantasy 1. Mm. I've never played a single player Final Fantasy game. I try, but I can't do the. I think I played that on the NES. I think that's where it was. Wow. I, I think that was the NES game. I That was the only one, and I was terrified of the game. <laughs> that game actually scared me. Really? Mm. Wow. Kyle says, the Tiny Toons Sega games and Street Fighter are minus. Holy shit. Ooh. I have that cartridge. That game, I ended up... Where the fuck was I? I was flipping through an emulator in my NVIDIA thing, and it just happened to end up on the Tiny Toons. And I was like, well... Fucking seven-year-old me is about to have a nostalgia trick. <laughs> and then I played soccer and I beat the shit out of everyone because my hands still know everything. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck happened. I don't know the controls. My brain doesn't know the controls. My hands, fucking autopilot. I knew exactly what I was doing. <laughs> the fucking turbo jump kick right through the fucking soccer net. Can't can't block it. They just can't fucking block it. <laughs> Unbeatable, man. <laughs> Holy shit. I love going through my old uh, collection because I had so many Sega games. As a kid, you were like, oh, yeah, you didn't have that many games. They made so many. Now looking back, I was like, I had like almost 30 Sega games, which like, as a kid who didn't have money to go buy the game, that's a lot of fucking Sega oh games. Oh my God, yeah. Like the <laughs> amount of PS2 games that I have is insane. Yeah. Like one of my favorite games that I played was called Stuntman. Why do I remember that? And Stuntman 1 was great. Stuntman 2 sucked. But you literally were a stuntman and worked on fake movies. Hmm. And like you had to do the stunt drive and like, oh, get here. And as you're driving the course, I remember the that. director is in your ear like, through the gap, turn here, get close, hit the tower, jump the bridge. 
it was what is this like video game bop it basically pretty much <laughs> it was so cool and it was such an original idea at the time i would love to see that game get remastered hmm. and there was a whole like crash section as well where you could just like build ramps and shit like you build your own like map huh. and set up ramps and like as you progress through the game you unlock more ramps and jumps and cars and I vehicles i remember that and mm. like you could just go on a sandbox mode wow and just do jumps and flips and all this other stuff like it was so cool for a ps2 game like to have that that, and it basically had soft body physics too. That just reminded me of a game <laughs> that they'll probably never release again. Twisted Metal. Oh man. Oh, I, I had so many. Do you remember so the last I, I don't know if it's Spectre. the last one they made? Spectre was my guy. But I I remember playing through Twisted Metal Black for Ooh. PS2. And I never every, played that. It is so I mean, I'm not going to say it's, like, phenomenal, but every character had a story, so you had to play through and, like, win the levels, and it would unlock, like, little movies that your character then, like, why they did this and how they got here. And, like, a couple of them, I, w I was, like, 12 or 13. A couple of them were, like, actually, like, terrifying. And looking back now, it's a rated M game for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> like, Sweet Tooth in his fucking movie was lighting people on fire and it wasn't in the game. It was in the movie. So like that was real. They had real actors. Sweet tooth wow. genuinely yeah. scared me. <laughs> yeah. I think my fear of clowns comes from <laughs> sweet straight tooth. from sweet tooth. <clears throat> Gen like clowns do actually scare me mm. and sweet tooth with the <laughs> like special noise. <laughs> Absolutely horrifying. Kyle, you got to be careful about what you put in that chat. <laughs> I think you just got put on a list, dude. <laughs> I'm not going to say that out loud. I understand the sentiment, you, but shit. You almost got us. <laughs> but, oh my God. Yeah, I remember all those. Like, looking back, I eventually, at some point, my basement will be finished. And we could do a couple episodes with like nostalgia trips, and I have uh, like capture cards set up, and I have all my consoles, and I'm up to like seventy something consoles. I have a problem. Um, <laughs> we'll we'll hit up some 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 retro games, not emulated, uh, of like childhood games and stuff like that, and we'll we'll have some fun chats and and um, stuff like I'm that. I'm excited, like just to be able like for the thought of being able to play Twisted Metal again. Yeah, like. I remember I had a wireless controller and uh, I don't know why they never actually like moved it. But in the wireless controller I had the R1 and R uh, L1 were on top, but the R2 L2 were actually like sunk in. So like where your middle fingers would just kind of naturally lie in the controller were where the clickers were. And it was so fucking like nice. <laughs> remember when, Third-party controllers were wild. Oh, my God. The Mad Cats. When, yeah, would you fucking flick the thing over here for turbo, click the other one for what button is going to turbo, fucking who had wireless, who had this new thing that no one else had. I never used an aftermarket controller. Really? Never. Some, because oh, wow. some of them were fantastic. When I, whenever I had the PS2 and I had the GameCube mm -hmm. uh, and Kaz had got us the Xbox... <laughs> Every single wireless controller we tried, other than the Wavebird, was dog shit. 
Everett bought a PS2 mm-hmm. wireless controller. You ha- you couldn't move more than three feet from the receiver, <laughs> and if you were too high or too low, it would cut out. Yeah. Uh, so it must have been the RF one. Yeah. That needed like literal like you eye contact. Line of sight. But yeah. I tried several ones after that, like aftermarket ones for the Xbox or the PS2, and I could just never ever find a good one. Yeah. But once I once I got that Wave Bird for GameCube, I never put that motherfucker down. Yeah. I I have there. I think I still have a couple of them. When Blockbuster was going out of business. <laughs> They had everything on clearance, and they had these piece of shit GameCube controls. They, you might even remember the fucking orange ones we had. Oh yeah, those things were fucking no, they weren't see through. Might as well have been, but (laughs) they were just these orange chungus controllers. Oh, and and they were way too light. Way too light. Didn't feel like a regular controller. (laughs) It felt like you were holding like buttons were wrong. Everything was wrong. They were on sale for like. Two dollars. So like I bought no like vibration. five. <laughs> oh God, no! You, you pay extra for that. It was, they were a dollar, Bob. <laughs> so I remember having. I think I still have one of them. The other one broke because I, it was a shocker. <laughs> it's like Kyle said, Mad Cats, the Wild West of game controllers. Yeah, I still have some Mad Cats shit. Like I have uh, an old steering wheel for the PS2. My mom was like, "Why don't you throw that out? You have so many new ones." I'm like, "No, no, no. That is specifically for that console, and that one." is for that console. If you touch it, I'll kill you. Because this is when we were moving, and they were just like, well, just throw it away. I'm like, we throw that away, you're going to go in the dumpster. <laughs> I'm throwing <laughs> you away. But I have... Uh, do you know they made um, Mad Cats the last, I think? I don't know if they're still making controllers. I think one of the last things they made was the Rock Band 4 instruments. I think that was like the last thing that they, they made that I remember. Hmm. Yeah, they didn't make it themselves. They actually got Mad Cats to do it. But I, their controllers were the fucking, oh, man. Who had what? What went where? Who? What controllers were the weird ones? They had ones that didn't look ergonomic at all. Mad Cats <laughs> went bankrupt in 2017, but came back in 2018. It is a, <laughs> That's a very short-lived it's, bankruptcy. It's incorporated in China and Taiwan, and its headquarters are in Kowloon, Hong Kong. Was it the same company? Like, is it now the same owners? There's no way. How do you go bankrupt and then in less oh, than a year? Madcats Global Limited, formerly Madcats Interactive Inc., ah. is an American Chinese based company that provides interactive entertainment products marketed under Madcats, Game Shark, and Triton. I think they bought Game Shark years ago. Oh, wow. I have Game Sharks. I have. Um Game I have Shark. a I have a Game Shark for the NES, and I had no fucking idea how to use it. Mm-hmm. I had a YouTube how the fuck it worked. Yeah, because, like, you had to put it in, but, like, you have to leave the door open, but with the NES, you have to have the thing pushed down. So the way it works with the uh, NES Game Shark is that the game goes in the Game Shark, and then that goes in the NES, and that's what tricks it to keep the lid open to do the thing. With the, I was like, what the... Like, I have Game Sharks that I've never used because I picked them up at, like, <laughs> swap meets or, like, whatever. I have three Game Sharks for the N64. And the reason I have three is because there was no online at the time. So the year you bought the Game Shark was the year that had the cheats yep. on that Game Shark. Yep. Yep. So you might have a Game Shark that you go put in that has no cheats for the game you have because it didn't exist yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I think I have like 1.1, 1. 1, 1. 1.2, and 1.3. Yeah. Fuck if I know what the differences are. I loved using <laughs> the Game Shark to like unlock like all the levels and... Like, I felt so cool. See, I never got to use one. That, like, 
my cousin had one for the 64. Mm. So like we, I, was it Donkey Kong 64? I guess it was where like, we just like unlocked all of the characters and like all this other stuff. And I'm like, I am so cool right now. Like <laughs> I have every character and my friends are going to be so jealous. I, I, I kind of did that with smash brothers when I was a kid. Like I would go over people's houses and they wouldn't have like captain Falcon. And I'd be like, do, would you like me to unlock Captain Falcon for you? And they're like, <gasps> could like, you? You can? <laughs> Do you see this was this was the one I remember hucking controllers across my room. That was when I first got my wireless and I so like I had my Sega in my bedroom up on top of my little dresser with my little 13 inch TV. And whenever I get mad, I'd be like, fuck. And I threw the controller. But, you know, it's on like a four inch string. So like. It'll just whip down on the floor, and then the Sega will go flying, and then it'll kind of just dangle by the power cable, and then you put it all back together. You hope the game didn't freeze. Oh, man, you just gave me some weird-ass deja vu, The dude. game obviously froze. <laughs> you got to reset the game. Now you're even more angry. I remember when I got the PlayStation 2, when I got I first got the wireless controller, I got angry at a game, and I was like, fuck, and I just threw it, and it just went, and I was like, oh, God, there's no wire. <laughs> <laughs> Broke that one. That one, no return. <laughs> My nostalgia game is Banjo-Kazooie. Ooh. Mm. I, I never to... played Banjo-Kazooie. Same. Holy shit. Any of those games. Same, because I didn't really? have an N64. So um. I went from Sega Genesis to PlayStation to PS2, and then at that point, I had a problem, and then I bought everything. So it was PS2, and then that whole generation, yeah. Yeah. and then moving forward, I just fucking, that was, that was that. No, I, uh, so like, Babysitting my little brothers. I don't know why, but like they loved watching me play Banjo Kazooie. So I ended up playing the ever living shit out of it. Bright colors. Oh, yeah. Well, specifically, so <laughs> music. Ethan music. would sit next to me when he was incredibly young, like like two or three. And I'd be playing Banjo Kazooie and I'd be, you know how the camera, oh, you don't know because you didn't play it. Mm -hmm. The camera in the game was really wonky where if you walked up to like walls and stuff, the camera would like zoom in on you. Because oh, that's a lot of games back couldn't then. Couldn't go yeah. past the yeah. wall. So yeah. you know what I'm yeah. talking about. If you jumped and did like the up, like up air attack, Kazooie would come out of the backpack and go <laughs> and like attack, but her head would come out of the backpack. <laughs> if you turned around when you were real close to the camera and did it at the like at the camera, the heads would pop out like real close and make that <laughs> noise. Ethan <laughs> would lose his fucking mind laughing at that. Every I could do that for like five minutes straight, and he'd be rolling on the floor with tears coming out of his eyes. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, so what would your, you know, you you mentioned your like progress from like system to system. Mm -hmm. What did your gaming progress look like? Because for me, it was NES, mm -hmm. PS1, PS2, Xbox 360, mm -hmm. Xbox One, PC. Mm -hmm. Funny enough, in that order. So remember how I said I have like 70-something consoles? Oh, no. Yeah. So <laughs> I started with the Genesis. I got it when I was three. I think my grandparents gave it to me. So I started off with Sonic. And then I had an addiction early on because I also... Uh, I didn't have a lazy eye, but my eye couldn't go up all the way. Like, one of my eyes. Like, it can go up a little bit, but, like, it was struggling. And I remember I always had to do the, the, the flashlight thing to, like, train my eye. And then I got Sonic. 
and follow that little fucker around the screen. You really got to move your eyes. <laughs> so I remember going to the doctor when I was really little, and the doctor was like, wow, his eye is improving so great. What have you been doing? And my mom's like, he's playing that uh, video game, Sonic. And he goes, keep doing that. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Thanks, <laughs> so I don't have a lazy eye anymore. Spend all fucking day on, on Sega doing this. Yeah, no, head still, eyes move. That's the problem. <laughs> it was a small screen. You didn't have to move know, your head I know, but the yet. camera wouldn't pick yeah. that up. So, exactly. so back back in the day, TVs were like this big, so you didn't have to move your head. Back in my day. <laughs> back in the day, they told us not to get too close to TVs, and now we wear them as hats. Yeah, don't get too close because you'll burn your eyes and you'll lose vision. And now it's like, yeah, cool. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Me sim racing. Yeah, how fa- how close could we get? So I had the Genesis. Then I remember on my birthday, my parents got me the Game Gear, to which I said, what the fuck is that? I can't play real games on that. I have to go get new games. I was little. I had no idea what the fuck I was talking about, but they returned the Game Gear and came back with a Nomad, which apparently existed, yeah. so I could play my regular Sega games on the go. I had a Game Gear, and I, I exclusively played the X-Men side-scroller on it. I have that. If, and I, if you want to run down memory lane. I never got past the first level because I tried to play it. games were hard as fuck. Oh, yeah. I tried to play it as a five-year-old. <laughs> I got fucked up. Every Sega game was hard. That was me with Super Mario World. Yeah? Like the Game Boy mm-hmm. game. Mm-hmm. So, Pain in the dick to play. So I got that. <laughs> then after the Nomad, I got the Game Boy Color. We skipped regular Game Boy. And then PlayStation... Then I think we got a PlayStation 2 first. Then we got the Xbox and then GameCube. It was in that order. Because I only have like five GameCube games because, yeah. You know what's funny? Then all of them. That you mentioned the the Game Boy Color. I bought Game Boy Color and Pokemon Blue version Mm -hmm. with my own money. That was like the first game system that I ever bought myself. Mm -hmm. Nice. Was because I went to a Trenton Thunder game as a kid and I won a dancing competition where it was just like them, like, <laughs> like, like filming kids in a crowd dancing. Love that. I won it. And the radio station that promoted that contest mm-hmm. is the radio station I work for now. Oh, Amazing. that's fantastic. And the guy who was the, like the MC at the place yeah. wound up being my mentor in college and now good friend of mine. Huh. <laughs> and wow. because of that person and my current job, I was able to buy a Game Boy Color and Pokemon Blue version as a little kid. That's fantastic. And I brought it on vacation. I specifically remember playing Pokemon Blue version, fighting Misty on vacation, sitting at the pool. Like, Amazing. I remember the exact moment. Like You want, you want to remember? Here's how sad it was in my house. I was a Pokemon fan. I had the cards. I had the games. My brother, all... I've, I'm... A, a child, we had three kids. My, my brother, me, and my sister. My sister is five years older. My brother's two years younger. Pokemon came out. I have Pokemon Yellow. I have Pokemon Silver. I have Pokemon Gold. I have a link cable. I still have the link cable. None of them wanted to play fucking Pokemon. So I would have to steal one of their Game Boys. I did the same thing to Everett. Yeah, when they weren't playing. So I could trade my fucking self like a fucking loser yep. kid because no one else wanted to play Pokemon. <laughs> hey, yep. give me that Charmander for a Rattata. Yeah. Okay, now give me that bl- that Bulbasaur for a Rattata. You yeah, got it, me. All three. <laughs> yeah, you got it, me. <laughs> and then that's the battery that died first. I was going through my uh, 
I had to go change the the batteries out. That's the ones that died first. My gold game was still good. I called that my bitch game because it had all the shitty Pokemon I didn't want. <laughs> and that battery was still fine. I turned on my silver. The battery died. I'm like, you sons of bitches. Nothing made <laughs> anyone cooler than having a fully upgraded and tricked out Game Boy. Mm. <laughs> like with the magnifying glass, the, 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 the light. Oh yeah, uh, somewhere the fucking camera battery and printer. Pack. Yeah, oh, so yeah. I have the, the extra light mag <laughs> somewhere. You had to click it in the side, and then it did this like little twirls, kind of like this. Mm. And then there was just it must have been like a single it was like LED. A single LED, yeah. It looked like a fucking street lamp. Was and I don't you had to like it was even an LED. I think it had to be. It couldn't have been a halogen. It was too much wattage. So yeah. it had to be a single LED light. But like it was like this many. So like you're still. And I'm going to, whoever's in the chat, I'm going to blow your minds if you had Game Boys because you're going to get a nostalgia trip. Sitting in the back of the car, trying to play a game. Yep. And just going, streetlight, click, 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 click. Oh, streetlight's gone. Oh, yeah. Streetlight, click, 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 click. Oh, streetlight's gone. <laughs> I was never allowed to play with music, though. No, headphones. Got to have headphones on. Kaz, yeah, turn, me turn that shit off. <laughs> he heard a little tone come from the Game Boy. Yeah. Like, my parents would even get mad whenever I'd, like, turn it on and make the ding yeah. noise. Yeah, it's annoying. I'm turn like, no, off. I'm sorry. My sound, my sound, my sound. No, no, turn it off. I didn't have my headphones on. I'm sorry. <laughs> do, 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 do. Yeah. Hey, we're going to cooperate. Like, Robert Don't Trump. fuck around with Nintendo. <laughs> oh, that's right. Sorry. <laughs> you can play it off key, but that's about it. <laughs> my progression for consoles, well, for video games is much, much different. When I, when I was, like, Five or six. Yeah, it was. Kaz gave me my first computer. Mm -hmm. At the same time, my older cousin Dana let me play Wario, Wario World on her Game Boy OG, mm -hmm. like the gray brick. Yeah, the big one. Yep. And then simultaneously, I got an N64. Mm. So my first gaming experience was I got a, a, a two-pack game that was MechWarrior 2 combo pack. It had 31st Century Combat and Ghost Bears Legacy tied mm -hmm. into one game. I had that game. And Need for Speed. Yes. Which one? Yes. Just Need for Speed? Need for Speed. Yes. The, the, the Need for Speed. And I, I started playing the shit out of that. And I, I kind of liked Need for Speed, but I fell in love with MechWarrior. And I'm pretty sure that's what spurred my sci-fi interest. Mm. So I started playing that hard. And I was terrible because I was a little kid. So I'd enter cheat codes to get through each level and shit like that. Mm. But ended up playing it. Um, I kind of moved away from PC gaming for a while, and I stuck with M60 N64. I had Banjo-Kazooie, Legend of Zelda, like all the, the quintessential best N64 games. Mm. Um, and then the, the next gen of consoles came out. And I had gotten like the MechWarrior Xbox game, and it sucked. 360, I got uh, the 360, the PS3, and the, um, the GameCube I had all at the same time. I ever got the Wii, I never really played it. Um, Do you want to hear a fun fact about the uh, Mac Warrior Xbox game original? What? You use that to hack your Xbox. Really? Mm -hmm. That's hilarious. You <laughs> open up the LAN port mm -hmm. to connect to a game, uh -huh. and Mac Warrior had a bug that it opened up like the whole Xbox, and then you could use a PC to basically ROM dump the new ROM. That's hilarious. And then when you restarted the Xbox, that's how you got. <laughs> so that's <laughs> like, amazing. Here's here's where they all intersect because of Mac Warrior. Um, I started playing MechWarrior 4 competitively when I was like kind of not very happy with Mech Assault. And um, I fell into that, like that was my first competitive gaming experience. And I think I was like 
maybe 14 or 15 or something like that. And I fucking slapped at that game. I was in like one of the, maybe the top 10 of teams, like lower end of the top 10, maybe nine or 10. Um, and that, that always kind of stuck with me. But MechWarrior Online came out relatively after that. And I think I've clocked like 5,000 hours in that game. Mm. I was in the best team in the world for the entire competitive run of that game. So I started, with, I started with a team and they were like, wouldn't listen to me. And there was only one other good person on the team. And finally, I went into an open match, and the best player in the entire game, his gamer tag was Koreanese. <laughs> and he was super nice. And we were like in an open comm channel on the Mech Warrior like TeamSpeak server. And I just happened to be in his channel, and I popped over a hill and I just blew some dude's face off with like a shoulder mounted heavy auto cannon. And he pipes up and he was like, Wait, and aren't you in my channel? And I was like, Oh. Yeah, was that you? And he was like, yeah, why don't you come play on our server? And I was like, yeah, all right. So what he he did was he went around and he cherry-picked all the best players out of all the best teams, and we just went on a fucking stomp. We were so good, they stopped inviting us to tournaments because they knew we would win. (laughs) We were undefeated for four years. No other team. No other team even came close to beating us. (laughs) We would join the match. So we were, our team name was the House of the Lords. We would join the match, say, like, my name was N Crescendo. I'd say, Lord N Crescendo, good game, close, at the start of the match. We got banned from a league for beating a team in 28 seconds. <laughs> oh, my God. We ran down the center of the map in a straight line at them in all the same mech, painted all the same color, and just absolutely fucking walloped their whole team. And the, the league was like, that's harassment, you're banned. And I was like... Why? And they're like, it's unsportsmanlike. It's like, what do you want us to wait a minute before we do that? Like, what the fuck? And then uh, I also got banned out of a couple other teams' discords because I did a scrim versus that old team that I was on that said suck. Mm. And uh, we started the match, and I think it was like 35 seconds in, as soon as I got in weapons range, I jumped up from behind a hill and blew out the cockpit of my old squad leader, so I one-shot him. Disconnected from my team speak, connected to his team speak and went, Ooh, dude, that sucks. And he banned me immediately and talked <laughs> shit about me for the rest of the time we yes. played that game. <laughs> but, uh, from th- that was like, that's what really got me into like wanting to be competitive. And I've mm-hmm. never been that good at a game since. Hmm. So for me, that was counter-strike. Ah, I skipped PC. Never played it. PC. I, I got a PC in like 1998 or 1999 my dad bought one home. It was a piece of shit. It was like an office computer. I was like, well, obviously the first thing we do is put a graphics card in it. How do I do that? <laughs> I don't have the internet. I have to and figure this thus out. Joe became himself. <laughs> if CompUSA didn't exist, I don't know what I'd be doing. Like, I know they are defunct now, and I think they're like a company in Florida. Kind of. They're not the same. But if old CompUSA didn't exist... I don't know what I'd be. It's like Best Buy now has like the gaming section with like graphics cards. CompUSA was like a store about the size of Best Buy that was just for computer shit. Whoa, what? What? CompUSA is Tiger Direct. Yeah, they kind of murdered. Oh, Tiger Direct bought them. Yeah. Absorbed into Tiger Direct. Yeah. Oh, okay. And Tiger Direct kind of shit the bed, so don't. <laughs> yeah, they got sued a lot for not. Uh, they got a lot of things wrong. <laughs> the, the biggest, the first big trouble they got into was they were, uh, um, 
if you didn't cash in the manufacturer rebate during a certain period of time, they would do it for you and keep the money. Yeah. Oh. And they got caught doing that and got sued for like <laughs> millions of dollars. They did a lot of things wrong, but I remember I used to order from Tiger Direct and Newegg when Newegg was great. And now Newegg is not. Yeah, no. Newegg is like Amazon. Exactly. But um, Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but I remember that was my PC transition, was putting a graphics card in a computer and then getting like 14 FPS in Counter-Strike 1.6. So I'd only play Scouts Knives Winter because it was everything was white. So I can get like 18 FPS. Because uh, if I played Dust and stuff, I'd get like seven. So it was like completely unplayable. It was emotional damage. You should have just let that one play yeah, out. Yeah, you should have let that one play out. So I finally remember getting like a new computer probably in like 2005, 2000, somewhere there around 2004, yeah. 2005. Yep. Um, and I remember I was like, oh, 100 FPS. I could play the game. And then I started playing, and people were like, what the fuck happened to you? Because he got so used to playing it at like 7 FPS mm-hmm. that he actually became like really I, I good at it because he had to be. <laughs> so like, I, I would just be like, click, 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 click. And they'd be like, what the fuck is actually happening? I'd be like, yeah, welcome to I Could Game Now, bitches. And then I started <laughs> playing comp. That That was me when I got, or when you gave me the PC that I have now. Because, <laughs> like, when I was little, yeah, I'd play, like, there was this game Whiplash that I remember playing on, that came with our HP computer. <laughs> oh, these are movies, not slideshows. <laughs> Pretty, and, and, like, it was at, like, yeah, like, like you said, like, 12 frames per second. Mm. And it was some kind of racing game where your goal, it was almost like a precursor to Burnout. Okay. Mm-hmm. But, like, your goal was to, like, wreck out the other cars. And when you'd wreck them out, it would just yell fatality, just like Mortal Kombat. <laughs> so it's like seven games they just smashed together. It was Pretty like, much. here you go. And I think I still have the disc for the game somewhere. Wow. I have a, a disc that I, I, I pray I can get working. It, it got so fucked up. It was from Sam's Club. It doesn't exist on the internet. I can't fucking find it anywhere because of the, the like what the game game is. It was called Game Explosion 500. It was <laughs> one CD. There was a Godzilla on the disc and on the box. Okay. It had 500 games on the CD. Holy shit. None of them was Godzilla. <laughs> okay. But one of the games in the disc that I played the fuck out of was Wolfenstein the original one the game that was a 500 game pack was just 500 trial games oh so I oh I remember those CDs yeah so I had the first like one or two levels of Wolfenstein so I was used to play Wolfenstein fuck I didn't know what I was shooting at when I was like Seven shooting fucking Imagine Nazis with like a seven year old gun. Joe running across the house in his pajamas. I'm gonna kill Hitler. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I didn't even know what the fuck I was shooting at. I didn't even realize those were Nazis. So like, there were so many fun games, and now I'm looking back, and a lot of the games I. So one of the games I love playing that I think you would actually like a lot. It was a cart game, like a like a cart racing game, but it was wacky as fuck. Like I probably honestly super racist. Like, the Asian guy was super fat. Uh, the the American person was, like, a hot model. 
Um, the Indian guy looked like the 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 villain or one of the the fighters from Street Fighter, like oh, super lengthy. Yeah. Um. So like everything about the game was like kind of probably racist, but it was like a a two D slash three D esque kart racer game, and it was fun. And I I can't remember the name. I can't remember anything about it. So I just went into Google, uh, into like the um archive.com because that's where all like the old games are and i was like cart game dos fucking first one popped up <laughs> full emulatable and i'm like <gasps> nice that's what i'm doing at work today <laughs> I, I beat the game funny you mentioned that <laughs> i found the game that i was talking about on is it on archive oh abandoned abandoned where that's also great because that means it's the full game Nice. And I very specifically remember that looks exactly these games. like Crazy Taxi. You know what? I just remembered this that I played this scene specifically. I could not ever make that jump as a kid. <laughs> you know what? I just remembered that I played even before like Counter Strike. Do you remember the AOL chat room games? Oh yeah, I was I played... not allowed to do those. Oh, I love those games and um 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 the gummy ones. Uh, what what the fuck what uh. What are the the lifesavers? Who owns lifesavers? Or it might have just been lifesavers. It's probably just lifesavers. If you go to lifesavers.com, it was like a full arcade. And they oh. had they had everything. And one of the big ones that they had was billiards. And yes. it was full oh, online. Yeah. You could actually invite oh other God, people. We yes. used to play that in our our computer classes. Actually, uh-huh. if you ask Jake Rizzo, uh-huh. that was how we met in a computer class. And we'd play <laughs> games off that site with each other across computers. Uh-huh. And we did it so much we got it banned. Yeah, it got it got mm-hmm. blocked by Surfwatch. And uh, remember but, Surfwatch? <laughs> the, uh, but the AOL chat room game I played, like I didn't find games like that back then. Like not those like little silly ones. I like, that were like themed or company driven. I mm-hmm. found this chat room game that was called splat paintball i re- i used to I play that. that and i used to like beg my grandpa because you have to pay like two dollars every time you got on to play it there was a f- there was a full program for it i was- only ever played it directly through the aol interface ah uh, so i i used to play from the actual program i remember that game i'm gonna see if i could find oh, it Oh man splatterball plus maybe that's what it was yep yeah, I remember doing That's what those, I remember. Like, like going on like mini clip. Yeah. And playing all those games. Uh, addicting like, games. Yeah. Oh my god, addicted games and playing like the 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 bubble buddy games. Yeah. Or like the You, you know what mo- bothers me now the most? All of those games have now been remade into phone games that you have to pay for or are specifically worse than what they were before. Oh yeah, and it's all adware. It's all all ad. So I actually go back again on archive uh, com and I go play the old Flash games because Flash is dead. Mm-hmm. So you can play it through the browser. So if anyone wants to play your old Flash games, archive.com. Oh my god, those were I so remember much that fun. game. This is it. Yeah, that's it's called it. Splatterball. Holy shit, that's a core memory. Oh my god. That that's what wanted me to play paintball. Really? Yep. Yeah, I used to play this in my grandpa's basement because he had an office with two computers. Or no, he had an office with one desk and one computer, and he'd be doing like like all financial stuff for the. Oh my god, <laughs> I haven't seen that fucking image in years. Uh, he used to be like doing taxes or whatever. I don't know. I'm like literally on a um, an adding machine, <laughs> not not an electronic calculator, an adding machine. Oh it my had god. the little yes. spool of paper, mm-hmm. and he used to be like doing his business stuff on that. And I used to be like, like Grandpa, can I get another two hours on Splatterball? And he'd be like, Yeah, sure, fuck it. 
like <laughs> bought a bunch of hours for me. That's awesome. oh my god, oh, what funny. a fucking memory right there. Jeez. Yeah, I, I remember that. And then um, once I got Steam, they had the mod for Half Life for uh, digital paintball. That's where I learned um, you could break mouse wheels. <laughs> so that that was a lesson learned. Do you remember as a kid? Taking people's mice apart, cleaning the rollers on the mouse wheel, and then putting the the mouse back together, and other kids thinking you were a fucking wizard. I remember taking mm-hmm. the mouse balls out, and then just not putting them back. Yep. I remember in high school, you used to steal parts out of the school computers. I used, to but not that. enough to make them not work. <laughs> no, I used to. I used to take like I used to take like one stick of RAM, one, one RAM stick, or the video card, and then yeah. plug the monitor into the dedicated motherboard port. In my current job that I've been at for now over eleven years, in one of the the little areas is a Harman Kardon set of PC speakers, the white ones. Well, they're yellow. They were white. Uh, on the side of that power plug. That is in the wall. It says four letters. F T H S zero six. Freehold Township <laughs> High School. <laughs> I didn't need them anymore, but I still had them. <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah. Oh yeah, I have a lot of old I, shit. From, I remember from there. you walking over to one of those computers with an open backpack, mm-hmm. and you had already unplugged it ahead of time so nobody would know, and you waited until the teacher looked the other direction and just went. <laughs> stuffed them in your backpack, zipped it up, and walked away. I used to do so much. Th- oh so there was God. a CD. I doubt it. Well, it might still work. Back in the day, I didn't remember the name for a long time, but it finally like came to me. It felt like I was like thinking about something else, and then that popped into my head, and I was like, <gasps> the name. There was a program called Off Crack, and you could <laughs> install this CD and run it at the, the boot of the computer. So instead of running Windows, you run the CD. That CD would then gather every password used to log into that computer. Oh, So I no. put it into the first computer in the library. You know, the one everyone uses. Turns out they don't use, uh, they don't clear that computer uh, when people leave. So it had like 4,000 logins. Holy shit. Including the admin. Oh, no. So I logged in as the admin. Everyone got a Sega Genesis emulator on the <laughs> entire network. And like, and like eight ROMs. I was like, it's small. No one will notice. And then uh, what I didn't realize looking back, because I didn't know this, uh, the townships were all connected. <laughs> so when I put the Genesis emulator on one, I actually put it on everything across multiple high schools. In the district. In the district. That was like eight different towns. Yeah. Good times. Oh Do you remember when we were running the... Um the flash drive heists where we'd put emulators on the flash drives and boot them up on the school computers because it let you run executables off the flash drive still. Yeah, mm-hmm. I used we to VPN like, to my computer. Oh, we yeah. would do that. We would do that all the time when I was in high school too. Yep. Mm-hmm. I used to run, what I found out uh, was the the hack was to put uh, portable Mozilla on your flash drive and then run Mozilla on the flash drive yep. so that Surfwatch wouldn't work. <laughs> and then you had full access. Yep. Going on Facebook or sorry, MySpace. It was MySpace. It's absolutely MySpace. So, so, so you have this yes, chocolate. Here. I do. So you I found said this. It was special. It is special. So I found this. All chocolate is special. No, this no, one's super special. Because <laughs> it's not. Well, it is milk chocolate. Hershey's chocolate's not special. It is milk chocolate, no. but it's not milk chocolate. Unless you get chocolate. the Hershey's special chocolate. 
what is it then? So I was at um, where the fuck was I? Uh, IKEA up, up north. No, or this is not IKEA. Here. This is this is Lint. Though I do have IKEA chocolate. It's delicious. But Sick. I was uh, I was up in uh, Woodbury Woodbury Commons. And they have a lint place in there. So we went in and I grabbed some lint chocolate because I have a problem. And then I saw this and I was like, what the fuck is that? I've never seen that. And I wanted to try it, but I was like, yeah, you know what? Fuck it. I'll wait and we'll try it on the chat. So this is chocolate that is milk chocolate that is not milk chocolate. And I don't know how it'll taste. And I don't know. What What do you mean that's milk well, chocolate? I'll tell you chocolate. after you try it. Well, now I'm nervous. That's the point. <laughs> yeah. Everyone can get a couple bars. Yeah. I'm afraid. I'm I'm interested. So if you're you're listening on the podcast, I'm sure you can hear the the, I'm, I'm the foil crinkle crinkle crinkle. I'm foil. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There you go. Here's here's your two chocolates. Thank you. Here's your two chocolates. Thank you. And here's my two chocolates. So I don't know what the fuck this is gonna taste like. It smells good. Ow. Hmm. So it is still milky. Mm-hmm. Ooh. I'm still getting different aftertaste. I taste what it is. Mm. That's actually really fucking good though. I'm just tasting milk chocolate. Yeah? Nothing yeah. else on the tail end? Uh-uh. I'm getting milk chocolate, but I'm almost getting like you know the dark chocolate aftertaste. Mm-hmm. You're you're not close. Do you need a hint? What is it? It's a type of milk. Almond milk? Nope. Goat milk? <laughs> <laughs> this is oat milk chocolate. You know what? Now I can taste it. Now that you said that, I can taste the like the almost like oatmeal. Non-dairy. Yep. Full non-dairy. Milk chocolate. Graham, you watching? So this is actually, I was a little iffy on how it would taste because, you know, it's milk chocolate. But um, it actually tastes really really fucking, I actually like this more than regular milk chocolate. Nine pieces, 170 calories. It's not even bad. No. You love their dark chocolate with orange bars. Mm. I'm very, I like the orange bars part. But I don't like dark chocolate, so I can't get in it. <laughs> Here's one for you. Mm-hmm. Have you guys ever had the chocolate oranges? Yes. Mm-hmm. That is literally a Christmas staple for me. Yeah. I love them. Allie hates them. Really? Her grandmother gives us each one every Christmas, and I get to eat two. <laughs> it's the best. <laughs> like, And there's something satisfying about taking it out of the wrapper and then just fucking Whack. whacking it down on a table. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you open it up and just... It's all the perfect pieces. And the core. I think the core is my favorite part. I am such a slut for fruit chocolate stuff. Yep. Mm. My favorite snack is like uh, chocolate covered acai or chocolate covered cherries. Mm. Have I, you guys, it's a Jersey place. <laughs> David Bradley chocolate I've in Windsor. It. Oh, mm-hmm. I've heard you talk of it. That's why I've heard of it. But I've never been there. No, and they I'll tell you why. have my, f- the best chocolate. Like even if it's just regular milk chocolate. You put something in chocolate, mm. and they'll do it. 
Do you guys? I'm, get, I'm a Cadbury slut. They have uh, bacon. Well, it was now they're Hershey. So I can't get down with that. I can't get down with chocolate bacon. I get the salty and sweet, and I like that. Mm-hmm. But I don't like the actual bacon, like smoky bacon taste with chocolate. It turns into like this weird combo in my mouth that kind of makes me want to throw up. Mm. I don't know. That is fair. Do you know the place uh, off Main Street that was like uh, which Main Street? It's right next to Trey and Freehold. It looks like a fucking warehouse. It's across the street from where um, the audio place used to be, where I used to get them in my car. Before Main Street. It was like a warehouse. Anyway, they are a chocolate... Well, uh, they were a chocolate place. I don't know if they still are now. But I remember we always used to go there for like Easter. um, And then we, we went there for the other holidays. And I remember they had like fucking three and a half foot tall... Nutcrackers. And I was like, that can't be chocolate. He's like, that's all chocolate. That was basically my girlfriend's reaction when I got her, um, like our first Valentine's Day gift. Mm-hmm. So every year I go to David Bradley Chocolate nice. and they have these like heart things where the things. box, it's like a box of chocolates. Uh-huh. The box is chocolate. <laughs> So the box is made out of chocolate. <laughs> oh, so they just fuck all up the people. other shit oh on my the God. inside. And we have to cut the box open. Oh no! Well, it's it's like wrapped in like plastic wrap. So you just have to keep it at the perfect temperature all the time. Yeah. yeah. If this changes temperatures, you have a box. Also, oh, you're not box. allowed to hold it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, oh my God, it is so fucking good. Nice. Like, and the, they they do like chocolate covered stuff like. On demand. Can I tell you about the biggest mistake I've ever made with chocolate? Let's hear it. So, you remember when I was on keto, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They make keto chocolate. Mm. It's mm. it's like basically dark chocolate, but it's it's sweetened with stevia. Or uh, no, I'm, it wasn't stevia. It was um, erythritol. Right. I know exactly where this is going because I ruined people with it. Which which tastes fine. It's mm-hmm. it, like it really like it. Ta- you could tell it's got a little bit of a fake taste to it, but it still basically tastes like chocolate. That shit played goddamn havoc on my stomach for hours. <laughs> and we got, I got the first batch. I was like, oh shit, keto chocolate. This mm-hmm. has three net carbs per bar. I'm buying a fuck ton of these for Allie and I. And in one day, I had, think I ate like three of them, like over the course of the night. Mm-hmm. And I want to say maybe like two hours after I ate the last one, I was like, oh man, my stomach feels kind of weird. And then I shit my goddamn brains out for like 15 <laughs> hours. It's like that shit with the Haribo gummies with mm-hmm. the, the artificially sweetened ones. Oh, yeah. The diet or sugar-free yeah. ones. Oh, around. yeah. It's the same thing. So, oh, no. so Hershey's, we went to Hershey Park years ago mm. when my dad was first diagnosed with uh, diabetes. So, or like pre, he's close, whatever. So we go to Hershey Park. He obviously can no longer have chocolate. <laughs> So Why did you do that to him? He fucking decided to go. I I was driving. I was fucking twelve. I'm gonna test my willpower. I wasn't twelve. I was like I was. We were in high school. So we go and Hershey's just released sugar free chocolate. Okay. So he goes and he buys a bunch of the sugar free chocolate. He's <laughs> oh, like, this is great. No. Sugar free chocolate. He eats a couple. Has a very similar experience to you. <laughs> Uh, and then keeps eating them. And then we read the box. So in the box on the Hershey's things, mm-hmm. it says in full clear writing, may cause diarrhea. Explosive diarrhea. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> will, will make you poop. Yeah. So he's like, I'm not going to eat that anymore. Turns out it was a laxative. 
pretty much. Oh, that's what it said. May cause laxative effect. <laughs> that was on the box. <laughs> so he's like, I'm obviously not going to eat these anymore. Yeah. So they just oh, sat no. in the closet. I was going to a party. Oh, and I was like, no. oh, oh, this is be fun. So I made brownies. Oh, no. And I put all of those in the brownies. And then I just waited. There were two bathrooms. There were 35 people. Guess how many people left? <laughs> there were people shitting in the woods. There were people <laughs> shitting by cars. What party was that? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> so prior prior like, like Charlie and Andrew. And it wasn't with them. Okay. So this is like where, like, Evil Joe's origin story. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good one. It was a real good one. <laughs> I've never well, um, laxative anybody. It's but fucking chip companies and all that thing. They're what they put in that shit. I remember working in CVS. Mm. I don't know if you remember this. Pringles came out with a chip, like a, a diet. I don't know what the fuck the chip was. On the package, it was diet like chips. may cause anal leakage. I was like, no, it's a chip. Why? Technically, they're called crisps because so, a chip has to be made from I don't know if it was potato. Pringles, but I know the thing package clearly stated may cause anal leakage. So there, that's actually because of the artificial sweetener. There, When you're on keto, right, you have to be really careful of what sugars you intake. Being on keto is basically like having diabetes, you have to watch your net carbs. You can't eat anything that increases your blood sugar. Mm. So there are some artificial sweeteners that claim that there is no, like there's no sugar in them, right? Like the Atkins diet. Mm -hmm. The Atkins marketed food is like, oh, it's, it's, it's zero net carb. And they're right. However, they use maltodextrin for everything. Mm. And maltodextrin does not have any net carbohydrates, but it still raises your blood sugar the same as a pack of sugar. It's got a, a 100 glycemic index. Mm -hmm. oh, so wow. it will knock you out of ketosis and it will fuck with people who are diabetics. So a lot of people who are diabetics and think that it's safe to eat the Atkins stuff end up with a very nasty surprise in the fact that they've basically been poisoning themselves mm -hmm. the entire time they've been eating this shit. But while I was researching some of the artificial sweeteners, some of them had side effects that included things like anal leakage. Yeah. And what that amounts to is just like, you basically get diarrhea so slowly <laughs> that you're, you're not even aware that it's happening. No, because oh, when no. I was, when I was reading that, I was like, what the fuck does that even mean? And I had to look it up. I was like, what? Like it's obviously my butthole is not just gonna be like, Whoop, let's yeah, right? go. That's, that's why I was always like, no, no, but, Basically, what happens is it like it's liquid. Like everything oh. is then liquid because of the fucking like the way some artificial sweeteners fuck your stomach up, and there ain't no stopping it. Mm. It the, this isn't a tight seal. Like, so it's a things can get through. It's a sooneria. What a venturia? <laughs> what are you talking Eventualaria? about? Eventualaria. <laughs> <laughs> Inevitaria. <laughs> I am inevitable. <laughs> it sounds just like a Pokemon just evolving. <laughs> Shittiest Pokemon ever. Literally. Got him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm honestly surprised our follower count or our, our uh, 
Well, yeah, our follower count and our viewer count didn't go down while I was Give it a second. Thank you for sticking with us. <laughs> Not sticking. Slide. Now let's see who yeah, now let's see who closes the <laughs> sloping wow. sloping with us. Streaking with us. I'm going home. End the episode. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to Tabletop Trio on Bronson. <laughs> yeah, anyway, uh so I feel like that's a good jumping off point. <laughs> Is it jumping to, or sliding? You're off. not supposed to jump. It's a, I want to jump off my roof now point. <laughs> um, but uh, thank you, <laughs> Pokemon Brown. <laughs> uh. Oh, no. Jesus. <laughs> Technically skids. Pokemon New Boxers Brown. That would be a hilarious <laughs> mod for iRacing where when you leave the tire marks, they're just brown streaks. <laughs> it's literally like two files to replace. Don't to give them. me any ideas. <laughs> All the smoke turns green. <laughs> you can make the cars with like mud splats around the outside of the wheels and be like, those aren't That's weird. Splats. We're on a, you know what? We're on, on a hard road course, but there's <laughs> mud splats on your tire. On <laughs> dirt racing, they actually have a splat sound too. They do. Oh, Because the, no. the, the splat hits your, your visor and you yeah. hear the... Yeah. <laughs> Replace the engine noise with that. Just like streaking skin marks, poop stains in the car and just... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. We're five. Goodbye. I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. I hate it. Um, but yeah, <laughs> thank you all so much for hanging out with us. Uh, make sure if you haven't done so already, give us a, give us a like, give us a follow, all that fun stuff. And a little kiss um, on the cheek. We're getting really close to our goal of what is it? 50 followers. Yep. We're like six, eight followers away. Oh. Something along those lines. I thought our goal Me. was world domination. Shit. We're getting one step Baby at steps. a time. Oh, right. Baby right. steps. That's As the, the one, one podcast I watch. Mm, is not the last one. It's close. All right. The one, the one podcast I say or I follow says you're just stacking pennies. You take one little win and you just stack that penny up, and after a while we got it. So uh, uh, if you're you're watching this and you like what you see, make sure you give us a follow. Uh, you can check us out on all the socials and you know all that fun kind of stuff. Tell um, your friends, yeah, tell your mom, share but don't around. tell her about the poop car. No, no poop for you. Unless your mom likes poop. Now anyway, leave it. Goodbye. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so for one final time, I'm Bob. <laughs> I'm Joe. I'm leaving. And uh, this has been Tabletop Trio. Thank you all so much for hanging out. Have a great week. We'll Chocolate. talk to you next time. <laughs> <laughs>